Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Welcome in and good rainy Monday afternoon to you. It is December 5th and I am Drake. And I'm joined by Clayton the Claw and Coach James D. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Drake. Good afternoon, Drake. And um, good afternoon to all of our listeners out there in Middle Tennessee. And we'd like to wish you happy holidays. There was the big Columbia Parade, Christmas Parade on Saturday, which is a huge success. I didn't, I wasn't able to attend. But I heard it was a huge success, and um, probably the lar- one of the larger Christmas yeah. parades I've ever seen. And lit the tree at the courthouse, and a lot of people. I there. saw a picture, a drone uh, pic of that, and it was impressive how many people were were there to enjoy the festivities. Um, there are people that are a little disappointed. This go round on the college football playoff champion <clears throat> championships, and uh, of course, coach, our team did not make it in the Alabama Crimson Tide, nor did the Tennessee Vols make it in. Um, but they chose Georgia, Michigan, which those are pretty much shoe ins. And then with the conference championships, the way they went this past weekend, there was some opening. There were some openings in that in that top four. There was. I actually thought at one time one of the two would get in Tennessee or Alabama, and I thought that all the way up to Sunday about noon, but I realized that wishful thinking. It well, through. you know, if, if people weren't aware of what happened Friday night, Utah beat USC. Um, like a drum. And uh, then on Saturday – uh, Kansas State and TCU just had one heck of a ball game. It was just a tremendous ball game. Kansas State scored 11 points late in that ball game to tie it up and send it to overtime. I'm sorry, did I say Kansas State? I meant right. to say TCU. TCU. TCU scored 11 points late in that ball game. And again, I thought to send it into overtime. I thought here's TCU again going to come from behind. Absolutely, I thought Tennessee. Uh, excuse me, TCU had it for sure, and then Kansas State stops them. Well, play three times suspect. on the goal line on, on the goal line. Yeah, play play column was suspect. I thought, oh my goodness, and they did it again and again. Well, I, I wasn't too upset. I had money on Kansas State, and I had money on the under. Okay, so by them. By them holding that, holding that to uh, no no score for TCU on that goal line stand, and then Kansas State coming back and setting up basically for the winning field goal that kept the total under, and I was happy on both ends of that. I actually took Kansas State and Utah on Friday night. There you go, because and we had talked. We about did. That. We talked about that on the Friday show about how. Vegas knows what they're doing. That's right. There's a reason. There's a reason why uh, USC is just favored by two and a half, right? And why undefeated TCU is just favored by a point and a half. 
Exactly. Uh, this something's up. Ve- I mean, you Ve- know. Vegas made a lot of money on the average gambler who th- just saw that line that and said, went, "Wow, oh yeah, five hundred on TCU." And it's called Vegas suction, is what it's called. They sucked those gamblers right up, right in there with that line. Uh, they camouflaged that line to make it look like it was too good to be true, and it was. It <laughs> it was absolutely too good to be true. So now, as we move forward, before the uh, college football playoffs get into the 12 team expansion uh you're going to have uh you're going to have Georgia and Georgia will who are they going to play they're going to play TCU TCU no 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 Ohio State Ohio I mean State. Ohio State excuse me Georgia Ohio State Michigan TCU um and it's you know it's going to be a those are, I think they're going to be two pretty good games. Now, Georgia probably should take care of business. Um, uh, but you know what? This is Ryan. This is what Ryan Day has been setting up for, right? I mean, this is Ryan Day's – He. this is where the rubber hits the road for Ohio State. They Ryan Day's program gets a shot in the CFP against big-time – Big boy SEC defending champ Georgia. This is where you, this is where you make your name as a head coach. I, I mean, you know what I mean. Well, How, it, we're also getting to the point in Ryan Day's career at Ohio State uh, to where Urban Meyer's players are no longer there. You're right. And, and how did it work? It's out? His program. How did it work out last year for him in the it, playoffs? It didn't work out. It didn't. Well. Embarrassed. Yes. Embarrassed, and uh, and I'm, you know I'm sure he wants to make amends for that right now, but you know we're going to find out find out sooner than later. Uh, what else we got going on? The Titans, Ooh, yeah. they just shouldn't have gotten off. They just should have stayed in Nashville. I mean, but you know the I think the whole team, the whole talking about the team about uh, talking about the Eagles. I think they <clears throat> they all like AJ Brown, and I think they were on a mission to highlight AJ Brown. He got like 119 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the Titans just had a, a little over 200 yards total offense, and Henry had 35 yards rushing this. And the, the Eagles years. had 450 mm-hmm. something. In a thirty-five to ten shellacking of the Tennessee Titans, and those <clears throat> those type of games, fellas, are the type of games where you just you just don't even watch the tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't. No, you can't. You just you don't watch the tape. Um, and, and what have I talked about? Gam <clears throat> from a gambling standpoint, I had a little money on uh, Philadelphia yesterday. <clears throat> what have I talked about? NFC versus AFC. You know, home team, when you have interdivision, interconference games like that, AFC, Titans from the AFC, Philadelphia from the NFC, Philadelphia's a four and a half point favorite. Right. I mean, that was that game was a gift yesterday. I, it was, I thought, I thought it was pretty easy. A layup. And we've talked about bet the home team when you have the interconference games like that. Um, so. I've got an eight ball pick for tonight. Whether y'all heed it and like it, you know, we'll find out. Um, In the eight ball, I trust. 
Yes, and the eight ball you should trust. The eight ball, the eight ball went what three and zero at the end of this yeah. past week. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that. The, so the, the eight ball's been doing great. And uh, what what about some of these college matchups in these bowl games? Okay, I mean, I mean, th- there's some really good bowl games now. How many players play or opt out? That's going to be uh, something to watch. Uh, but the, like the Orange Bowl. That's going to be a big matchup. Clemson and Tennessee. That's right. A night game. In Miami. That'd be a fun game. Uh, the New Year's Six the New Year's Six Bowl, the Orange Bowl, number seven, Clemson versus number six, Tennessee. What was that? What was that? Oh, my God. Oh. That's cocky again. Uh, you know what? It's kind, of, it's kind of crazy that every time I kind of mention Tennessee, I hear a – <laughs> oh my god! I don't know where that's coming from, but it is spooky that we hear that that gamecock just come out of nowhere. Wow! So in the Orange Bowl, number seven Clemson at eleven and two gets uh, gets number six Tennessee at ten and two. Who wins that game? Of course, I don't know. Well, I mean Tennessee's without without Hen and Hooker. I, you know what? Do you, how do you how do you handicap? Do we have a spread? What, what was the spread? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'll have to go back and check the spread. It doesn't show a spread. I, I'm here. thinking probably what Clemson minus seven. No, <laughs> I would say probably more. I would probably say more. Uh, I would I would say more close to a pick. Really? Me too. Yeah, I'm thinking more close Southeast to the conference to against the ACC. And both of them, both of them are pretty much using new quarterbacks. Uncle Lele is pretty much has already said he's coach. Didn't you tell me earlier? He said he's going. He said bye to him. Today. He's hitting the transfer portal. Well, uh, good luck to him because I, I didn't ever think he was worth much anyway. He, he can't say Dabo never gave him. A I chance. mean, my God, Dabo Dabo <laughs> stood stood by him for. Four years or however long he was there, and he he never was – even his best games were mediocre games compared to other quarterbacks around the nation. Um, right, but now, they, right now, Clemson is a six-point favorite okay. over Tennessee. Six-point favorite. Well, you were correct, Then I, I, I apologize. Money lines at 220 for Clemson plus 180 for Tennessee. Okay. That game is December 30th at 7, uh, 7 o'clock Central. Uh, let's see. In the Sugar Bowl, Kansas State and Alabama. Do you have a number on? I, that? I do. What, what do y'all think the line is? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go out there and say. <laughs> now I haven't heard anything. Hold on a second. Let me let, let me let me let me preface this, Coach. I haven't heard anything about Will Anderson or Bryce Young. They're not gonna play. They're not gonna play. Well, they practiced last week because they still had a hope to get in the playoffs. They're not gonna play. Then I would. <laughs> You know, uh, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Bama by four. Okay, this line is based on probably your suspicion. So go ahead, Coach. I'll say Bama by eight and a half. It is Bama by five and a half. Ooh, okay. Money line is two twenty for Bama, one eighty for Kansas. That's on New Year's Eve at eleven in the morning. I don't know eleven o'clock kick. Eleven the first, the Sugar Bowl. First eleven o'clock Sugar Bowl. I can remember. eleven o'clock Sugar Bowl. Hell, I can't never. If I went down, I wouldn't go to bed. I mean, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. So, uh, move on to the Cotton Bowl. Number 10, USC versus number 16, Tulane at 11 and 2, the Cotton Bowl. Those Tulane folks will travel pretty well to the Cotton Bowl. They will, not far from uh, New Orleans. There you go. So, what's the number on that? I'm going to say USC by eight and a half, nine points. I would say USC by six. USC by two and a half. Ooh. 
Two, really, two and a half money okay, lines at one thirty and uh, one ten. So that so and that they don't, they don't have the same thing out that program. They that's some kids that's not going to play in that game either, huh? So that's uh, that is January second because you know why it's played on January second and not New Year's Day. Saturday, I don't know because New Year's Day is Sunday. Oh, and New Year's Day Sundays are reserved for NFL. That's right, correct. Not college. Oh. So when the NFL runs a monopoly on on on, on the Sunday. media on on the major networks, and they sign a contract and say, "Oh, NFL before any other football game is is, is really going to be played." So what they moved it to January second on a Monday is when the Cotton Bowl is going to be played. Um, the Rose Bowl. The granddaddy of them all, is that correct? And then what they call that? That's what they said. Number eight, Utah versus number 11, Penn State at 10 and 2. Do you know the only, the only two teams that beat Penn State this year? Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan. Utah is a two and a half point favorite in that game. At my, they're at a minus 140 on the money line, plus 120 for Penn State. So I, you know, I I feel as though looking at those at those bowl games right there, they're all pretty solid bowl games. Now, uh, you want you want the lines for the playoff games? Yeah, give them to us. What do you think, Georgia Ohio State's at? Georgia Ohio State. I'm going to say Georgia by ten. Georgia by thirteen. Six and a half. Ooh. Hmm. Minus two fifty five on the money line, plus two ten for Ohio State. TCU Michigan. What are your thoughts? Michigan by five. Yeah, I'll say Michigan by five or six. Michigan minus eight and a half. Okay. Three fifty on the money line. Well, I tell you what, don't underestimate that Dugan. The Dugan is my Heisman Trophy candidate this year. I'm, I'm just telling you. Over under in that game fifty nine and a half. The over under in the Ohio State Georgia game sixty one. Wow. So they're thinking high scoring in both games. I don't know if Ohio State can score against Georgia's defense. Six and a half seems low. It is. Very, very low. Alamo Bowl is number 12 Washington versus number 20 Texas on December 29th. I'm going to run through some bowls before we get to this first break. Uh, the Cure Bowl, number 24 Troy versus number 25 UTSA. And those are the champions of both of their – respective conferences. Uh, UTSA, uh, Texas, University of Texas San Antonio won the USA Conference, and Troy won the Sun Belt. So that should be a pretty decent ball game. Two and a half for UTSA. Holiday Bowl uh, will have Oregon versus North Carolina on December 28th. Uh, the Gator Bowl will have Notre Dame versus South Carolina. Uh, let's see. LSU plays Purdue in the Citrus Bowl. That should be a pr- pretty much a high-scoring affair, I think. You know, Purdue hung in there pretty well against Michigan until they just kind of that interception killed them. Yeah, and they just ran and they just they just ran out of gas at that point. Um, but uh, the LA Bowl, what is that? Is that that is that for Louisiana? What is that? Lower well, Alabama? What yeah, what is that? What I, is, I think it's Louisiana. Louisiana Bowl, Fresno State versus Washington State. Um, all right, we're coming up with a little bit of uh, Christmas music from the from the boss. We're going to take a little break, and when we get back, we'll finish these bowls up. And uh, 
Like I said, I've got an eight ball pick for later in the show, guys. Don't go anywhere. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be back. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. 
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake with Coach James D. and Clayton the Claw Harris. And we'll be with you for another good half hour at least, uh, working into our second segment here. And uh, as we were leaving the first, we were before the break, we were, we were running over some bowl games that were probably worth watching from, as this is listed, best to worst. Um, the Texas Bowl involves Texas Tech and Ole Miss. So now that Lane Kiffin is no longer flirting or Auburn is flirting with Lane, and Lane's considering the idea or whatever he was doing. Which he said basically he never was right. I mean that was no. I mean they had. I mean they had Auburn had a Cadillac and they traded it in for an Escort. <laughs> okay, with Hugh Freeze. Yeah. Okay. And you know they 
they they have co- total control of Hugh Freeze's social, uh, uh, all his social <laughs> networking <laughs> accounts and all that type of stuff. But Lang, they have total know. access to all that, and they and they've hired a a PR consultant to handle the fallout for hiring Hugh Freeze. <laughs> With all with all da- the women damage control, huh? Right, with with all the women complain about it and and so forth, with his escapades with escorts and using the University of Mississippi telephone system to call them, call in the escorts and so forth. So it's uh, and then at the same time he's telling people how to live their life and be a Christian and you know. All that hypocritical crap well, he actually, that comes out of Hugh Freeze's mouth. He actually thought he was ordering pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, people have different names. Uh, but Lane different Kiffin, ter- but there's Lane, different terms to describe stuff. So but I, Lane Kiffin got a big raise. Let's go. You know, he was flirting with the Auburn job. Yeah, he got an extension. Absolutely. Yeah, nine million a year to win. If he goes eight and four every year, they're going to be happy. I mean, there's no pressure. Absolutely. I mean, we all know what he wants. We'll see if he gets it. Okay. The Military Bowl will have Duke versus uh, Central Florida. And Mike Elko, uh, Duke's coach in his first season, went 8-4, uh, and four, uh, beat Wake Forest, did, I mean, did some pretty good things. He's probably going to be ACC Coach of the Year against Gus Malzone of Central Florida. Uh, in the Sun Bowl, Pitt will take on uh, number 18, UCLA, and that should be a high-scoring affair, I would think. Most definitely. I would think. And then in the Fenway Bowl is interesting. Cincinnati at 9-3 and three is taking on Louisville at 7-5. and five. And you know why that game is so interesting? Is because Fickle is leaving Cincinnati to go to Wisconsin. Okay. All right. Congratulations. You passed the first part of the test. Now. Guess who's going? Guess who just got hired at Cincinnati? The Jim, Jim Leonard, the Louisville head coach, Satterfield Scott Satterfield. Is he the, left Louisville for Cincinnati, and they're playing each other at, at on at Fenway Park uh, on December seventeenth at ten in the morning. So that that that's kind of intriguing, and the way that coach, the way you'll find this interesting, the way that this. Uh, Logistics and the way the football field is set up at Fenway Park, both teams will be on the same sideline. Sure will. Oh wow! <laughs> Isn't that odd? That's that, almost as odd as having the having the team benches line the baseline on opposite ends of a basketball court. And who do we know that does that? Vanderbilt. There you go. So uh, interesting, and and that'll be that'll be an interesting game to watch. Las Vegas Bowl, the six and six Gators. Became bowl eligible with, the, with Billy Napier in his first year. That is correct. And, and the quarterback. And, and, they, and they're headed to Las Vegas, baby. Viva Las Vegas. You the know court, what I'm saying? The Florida Which, quarterback's going to transfer portal now. Yeah. yeah. AR, AR, AR 15 is going in, is going, is going in the transfer portal. Let's yeah. just be honest. He's not very good. No. He, it, he's just not very – he's a great athlete. I mean, yeah, he he's make, not a good quarterback. He, his legs uh, and his athletic ability allow him to make some pretty dynamic plays at times. But then there are some basic, simple quarterback-type plays that you expect him to make and he's expected to make. No touch. He reminds me a lot. And he of, doesn't make them. Yeah, I mean, he, he – just, it's either 100 miles an hour or it's a lot like Joe Milton. You know, it, it, it's either it's it's going to be a bullet no matter where you're at. 
He's going to throw it hard. The Liberty Bowl in Memphis is the uh, Battle of Kansas. Yeah. Arkansas versus Kansas. <laughs> Arkansas versus, versus, yeah. versus, versus Kansas, uh, which is on the December 28th, 4.30 in the afternoon. Uh, the Relia Quest Bowl is Illinois versus number 22, Mississippi State. Um, Belima, Bielima, Belma, Belma, Brett, Belma, Belma, Belma. I think it's Belma. It is Belma. And then he'll be, of course, he'll be going up against Mike Leach's air raid in at Mississippi State. That'd be a good game. Yeah, we'll, yeah. yeah. The Cheese It Bowl is number thirteen, Florida State versus uh, Oklahoma, and you know those are two teams that are that are used. To, that the, traditionally are used to being in New Year's Day bowls. Those you know are, what I mean? Those, or New are, Year's those are definitely two teams that are heading in the opposite direction. And they, uh, they're playing on December 29th at 4.30 in the afternoon on ESPN. And so, yeah, yeah, those are two teams, Florida State and Oklahoma, that are normally playing in pretty big bowl games, something a little bit bigger than the Cheez-It Bowl. I'm still in I'm shock. I'm feeling cheesy, I'm, coach. I'm still in shock that the Sugar Bowl's at 11 a.m. This point. That's terrible. I don't know if I'll be up. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with as you. As old as I am, I'm trying to make it to 12. I'm going to have to sleep to at least two. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I guess I could record it. As a coach, it's a nightmare. You got to get the kids in bed early. You got to get them at 5 o'clock in the morning. You got to feed them. You got so much to do before – you know, it's a nightmare logistically as a coach for a left Okay, I, I can understand. The New Mexico Bowl is BYU versus SMU. Both those teams are 7-5 and five on December 17th. The New Orleans Bowl is South Alabama at 10-2 versus Western Kentucky. Now, that's, you know, did you know that? Guess how many bowl games there are. You've seen them already, but you believe there's 42, 42 bowl games. damn bowl games? That's ridiculous. 42! That's 84 teams. That's, 84, that's yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot. You know, that's a little excessive. I mean, the Gasparilla Bowl, which I guess is down in Tampa somewhere, uh, or is it, maybe that's in Mobile. I'm not quite sure where that it doesn't. It doesn't say where that is. They still find a find a place to put it. Is Missouri six and six versus Wake Forest at seven and five? You know, Wake Forest is kind of our team. Clayton, we're going to have to take Wake Forest right there. Gasparilla Bowl is in uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. In Tampa, okay. 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 All right. Uh, Armed Forces Bowl is Air Force versus Baylor. Baylor's a 6-6. Six and six. Our, uh, Air Force is 9-3. and three. The Dukes Mayo Bowl is number 23 in NC State versus Maryland. Um, that's two ACC teams that probably have already played this year, I would imagine. <laughs> Uh, guaranteed rate bowl is Wisconsin at six and six versus Oklahoma State at seven and five. Uh, Birmingham Bowl, East Carolina versus Coastal Carolina. Um, Drake, Oklahoma State lost their last five games in a row. Is that right? Yeah. Good grief. Pinstripe Bowl, Syracuse versus Minnesota. That score is going to be about three to nothing at the end of that ball game. Very low score between Syracuse and Minnesota. Frisco Bowl is Boise State versus North North Texas. Boca Raton Bowl is Toledo versus Liberty. Um uh, and I guess I guess Liberty will be coached by a new coach, won't they? Yeah, I'm Let's sure see. they got an interim or somebody that, that'll get them through the bowl season before yeah. they Well as a as a college football player, Drake, you got I I've circled two schools that's kind of 
real fortunate right now. UAB goes to Bahamas to play a game, and MTSU goes to Hawaii and plays in Hawaii. I see, and, and so you know. That's that, big time for us. I like Bahamas, game. Hawaii, Las Vegas would be fun to go to. In I mean, you know. Yeah. If you were drinking age, I mean, you know, gambling age, Las Vegas would be a blast to go to. Now, if you're 18, not so much. You know what I mean? But, you know, Papa Giorgio stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember the <laughs> Nick, Papa, Vegas, Nick yeah, Papa Giorgio. Yeah. Unless you did Nick Papa Giorgio, get a, get, get Nick get Papa Giorgio ID. fake ID and yeah. then hit, hit every damn jackpot of every machine you touch and win a car and all that fun stuff. Music City Bowl in Nashville will host Kentucky and Iowa. Boy, Kentucky, man, they are a staple mark of that. Game. I mean, they I mean, they live. They, they you know they love they they. I, I guess Music City loves Kentucky. They want a lot of people down there. Just, they want just, just call it Kroger Field South. I, I guess yeah. it's exactly what it and is. Kentucky bring a lot of fans. Oh yeah, Independence Bowl, Houston versus Louisiana. Uh, let's see what else we got. Myrtle Beach Bowl. I didn't know there's a that, Myrtle that, Beach that Bowl. That has to be new. Where are they going to play that thing? Myrtle Beach Bowl, UConn at six and six versus Marshall at eight and four. Myrtle Beach Bowl, uh, that is it, 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 uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Uh, that's going to be in Idaho, in right, case you are right, wondering. Right, right. San Jose State versus Eastern Michigan, a riveting matchup. Uh, first responder bowl is Utah State versus Memphis. I mean, why don't we just create our own bowl? I mean, I mean, it seems like everybody else. The Jimmy Ka- Kimmel bowl, <laughs> the Camellia bowl. What is what is Camellia bowl? What, I, what are they? Georgia Southern versus Buffalo. Is that down in Jacksonville? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, Arizona bowl is Ohio versus Wyoming, and this is coming in at number thirty-seven. I think out of forty-two bowls. The 38th least least favorite bowl to watch would be the Bahama Bowl, Miami of Ohio, and UAB coach. You just talked about right. both those teams are a powerful six and six each. <laughs> the five they might might have caught the 500 bowl. You know what I mean? Hawaii Bowl is San Diego State, like you said, coach versus Middle Tennessee. They're at least seven and five and seven and five. Um, the Quick Lane Bowl is New Mexico State. Versus Bowling Green, and both of them are six and six. Lending Tree is Southern Miss versus Rice. Rice is five and seven and made it to a bowl. How do you? I thought. What is there? No one else to pick from. They must have gotten an exemption. But I thought Vanderbilt would be up there. I mean, I mean, there no no joke. Southern Miss is six and six versus Rice at five and seven. Could you imagine paying money to go watch that game? The Lending Tree Bowl. No. God, it's it just it's it's awful. Day. And so, as, as we sit here, this is you know that that's what we've got to look forward to bowl season. Huh. And you know what? The only way the only way to make that tight those the lower two thirds of that list I just went through. You know, the only way to make that those games worth watching betting on them. You dang right. Put have put a little coin down one way or the other. But it is so, otherwise it is so dangerous though in these bowl games. I know that's where that's where that's where you need to hook up these money lines. So you start yeah. you start taking these underdogs and then just kind of randomly pairing them with other other underdogs, you know, maybe two or three team and parlays, and yeah. let and let parlays and let those let those odds get way up there and put a little, you know, Money 25 50 bucks on them 
Next thing you know, you you might get lucky and get get paid off four or five thousand dollars. Maybe we can do a bowl sheet with our listeners and we can go over our bowl <laughs> picks here in the uh, next week. I've got yeah, I, I think we can do that. We we've got uh, I think the first game is the sixteenth. Today's the fifth. You've got nineteen days, folks, till Santa you know shows up. So make sure you've got something for honey. And the first bowl game will be the sixteenth of December. Is that correct? Yeah, eleven days from now. Yep, sixteenth. So, uh, so it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Neither Alabama nor Tennessee made it, like I said earlier, uh, and probably they didn't deserve to make it. I mean, I'm not. You know, they neither one probably deserved to make it. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Let me ask you this question though, and this is the argument that Nick Saban made, and I do agree with him on this one. Is Bama not a favorite? Against at least number two, three, and four, if they played head to head right now, sure. If Bama played Michigan, they would not be a favor over Georgia. True, they would not. Not Georgia. No. If they played Michigan, I'm saying they'd be a very three to four point favorite over Michigan. Let's say. All right. TCU. TCU. I would say seven to eight points. And Ohio State. I would probably say seven to eight points. So tell me they're not one of the best four teams in the nation. I get your argument. I understand that. But in in fairness to TCU um, and in fairness to Ohio State, um, they, have, they have one loss. I mean, they have one. They, 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 they have one. They have one loss. Bama has two. If if Bama go, if Bama goes down to LSU and takes care of business, we're not even th- having this. They be in. Yeah, you know what I mean. They didn't do it. And if Tennessee goes down to what's that? What you say? Yeah, goes down to South Carolina and takes care of business. They're in. Then, then, then we're not on the out. They're not. The, the, they they are not, and their fans are not on the outside looking in like they are, and like Alabama fans are right now. If that equation happened, you could have three SEC teams in the playoff. That <laughs> well, get ready. It's coming when they go to twelve. There's going to be at least three every. Oh, absolutely. At least they'll figure out how to space them out to where they probably will just end up with the odds are you just end up with one in the championship game, but. But, you know, absolutely, once you get to 12 teams, there will be, I guarantee you, two, if not two, every year, and, and probably three, more likely three. And possibly four. I mean, honest, <laughs> I mean, just to be honest. So, be careful what you wish for if, you, if you live outside that, the Southeastern Conference or, you know, are not a Southeastern Conference fan because you just might get it. And uh, But we'll see what happens. You know, it, it it's a it's – a, what is when is that coming? Not this next year, but the next twenty four. Like you mentioned last week, the Rose Bowl, the last one to to sign off on it. They're they're good. All right, so it's not the we'll still have the four team next year, yes. right? And it's the year after that. So right. okay, all right. So two years from two years from this coming championship will be the twelve twelve team system. Um, but as far as the Heisman Trophy goes. If you we're still talking college football, I think Caleb Williams probably probably shot himself in the foot. I think the Duke Duggan kid from uh, TCU he's he's kind of my Cinderella favorite 
right Stet- now. Very gutsy performance. Stetson Bennett's my favorite. And I tell you what, Stetson Bennett, you know, I think it's probably going to be between those two guys right there. I mean, how can you take how, – how can you knock Stetson Bennett down? I, I, don't, I know he's not super flashy, but he's and – and, but Georgia's offense this year, for the most part, is not super flashy. They, they, they lean on their defense and expect their offense to score more points than the other team, obviously, to win. And that's what they've done. All right, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We're taking our second break. I've got a Magic 8 ball for tonight's NFL game between New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Give us two minutes. We'll be right back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.
Welcome back in, folks, to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour here on WKOM 101.7, broadcasting to you from Columbia, Tennessee, right here on West 7th Street. It's a little rainy. It's a little overcast. But it's a good day to get your mind right and get ready for Monday night football as we have the New Orleans Saints traveling to the Tampa Bay Bucks tonight, and the Bucks are three to three and a half point favorite. Golly, that's unbelievable. I would get them, I would get the Bucks at a three. Now yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go on and let the cat out of the bag. The, the magic my the magic eight ball and I had a little a little talk after lunch, and I we were discussing this game tonight, and the Magic Eight Ball seems to think that New Orleans is the play, and I, you know, I'm just going to tell you, you know, rarely do I do I veto the Magic Eight Ball pick, but rarely do I do that. But it just seems tonight, I just. I just don't see how New Orleans they've just gotten progressively worse as the year has gone on. They've just Who's starting at quarterback? Do we know is it I mean, Winston or is it um Taysom Hill or is it uh the, the, the redheaded stepchild? Andy Dalton, yeah. And man, that dude's got some red hair. Well, you know I mean I mean, he's got the reddest he's probably got the reddest hair. He's got redder hair than uh Jody on Family Affair. You know what I'm talking about? Well, for those for you old people out there listening. You know who Jody is, but I'm. I mean, you know, it doesn't seem to make any difference. I don't know. They but just th- does Winston play the game of his life against his former team? No, he don't have it left in him. I, I don't know, but it would just be so difficult for me to put money on New Orleans tonight, even though it is. It, folks, it's a Magic Eight Ball pick, and it's a must win not, for Tampa. I'm not telling you what to do. Tampa has been taking it on the chin the past. Four weeks, pretty much. They haven't been playing very well. Got the win in Germany. They're they're playing at home uh, against a dome team, traveling out of the dome, playing away from home. Tampa's just basically the Vegas is just favoring them by three because they're on they're on home field. Yeah. So what they're saying is that Tom Brady and the Bucks are about the same equal level as a team as the New Orleans Saints right now. I don't buy that. I mean, I, I really don't buy that. Um, so Magic Eight Ball says New Orleans. You guys do what you want to do. Bet how you want to bet. I might just leave the whole game alone. Uh, but you know, if you want something fun, if you want something to do, watch the ball game. I'm not going to put it on New Orleans. I'm probably going to have to – and, and you know what? Betting against Tom Brady is normally a not very very uh, wise, wise, smart, whatever you want to call it, financially wise thing to do. So um, there you have it. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Does the Magic Gate Ball transition into basketball at some point? You know, it, well, what has to happen first with- – the Magic Eight Ball likes to get one sport out of the way before it starts to. So, so come late February. Early yes, March. yes, 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 yes. Once, once, once the Super Bowl, the first weekend of of February is is gone and done, the Magic Eight Ball will transition into basketball, and because the the Magic Eight Ball. Doesn't like to multitask. He sure. likes, he just likes, he just likes, likes, to just focus like, on one thing. Right. It just likes to concentrate on one sport at a time. So, you know, 
football season is football. Basketball season is basketball and so forth. So that's where we're sitting um, as far as that goes. Now, uh, this past weekend in the NFL, uh, just run down some winners and losers here real quick before we get to the end of the show. Uh, the Buffalo Bills won because they needed they they played they won on Thursday night, but they also needed Kansas City to get beat for that number one seed. And guess what happened yesterday? Kansas City got beat. Kansas City got beat twenty seven twenty four in a heck of a ball game. It was great. That, that was a good ball game. Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks beat the Rams, and they're they're going to make the playoffs. They had a ten play seventy uh, five yard drive at the end, and. Uh, and that's uh, to to overcome the Rams yesterday. That was on my phone, excuse me, as I was scanning through here. Uh, what about the tie for the Commanders and the Giants? I had the under, I had the under forty and a half. And what was the final of that game? Twenty to twenty. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, sometimes things just work out. So I I, I made that game. I, I won by by a hook uh, under a hook on that game. Um, Let's see. Losers yesterday. The Dolphins lost after the Dolphins lost at the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G goes down early. They put in the last guy drafted in the whole, in the whole draft last year, Brock Purdy. Um, and he comes in and looks like Joe Montana. And the Dolphins still lost 33 to 17. Um, the Jets goal line play calling. At the end, at the end of that game against Minnesota, I mean, they they trusted Mike White too much. They need to just run the ball when you're when you're when you're one when you're basically first and goal from the one. Four quarterback sneaks. I mean, just hammer it in there. Isn't that right, coach? I mean, why do you have to get fancy and try try fade out, fade? Or get in the shotgun and snap it three or four yards behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, I don't It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and those of you who believed in the Jaguars and thought they were on their way back, they get they got hammered yesterday by Detroit. And I mean yeah. hammered, 40-14 to 14, uh, by the Lions. And the Houston Texans offense, you thought with Deshaun Watson coming back in, you know that they said that stadium was about half full. Really, Texans stadium was about half full yesterday. They were booing Watson. They were booing him and just giving him down the road because he came back and he looked terrible. He threw for he threw one interception in like 133 yards. So those are the losers from yesterday, and also Justin Fields. Chicago Bears. They looked. They led sixteen to three, but still lost twenty to nineteen. The Packers. So, all right, folks. That's it for us today. We will be back Thursday at uh, four o'clock for the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour and get you ready for another great weekend of NFL football. I am Drake with Coach D Clayton the Claw. We'll be back. Tune in.